How many people were with us last Sunday on New Year's Day? We were here last week. I talked about majesty. And uh, we're going to touch on that here in a moment. But if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 13. And I want to revisit some things briefly. And you can also turn to Acts chapter 28. Acts chapter 28. Matthew 13 and Acts 28. Really, I've been, uh, whether I've been, it's been my topic or not. Really, I believe it's been since September that I've been talking about going to another level. Thank you, Father. I'm finding Acts 28 also. I want to read these because this is very important for us to go to another level. If you don't If you don't know something, you can never operate in it. I mean, as much as someone could tell you the phone that you use every day, or if someone handed you that phone 40 years ago, as much as you had that in your hand, and you you looked at it, be like, what is this? Is this this from like um, Star Trek or something? Yeah. But if you, if you didn't know, then you can't operate in it. And it's the same thing when it comes to the Word of God. If you don't know something, one, you'll never have faith to believe for it. If we didn't have this book, none of us would be saved today. Because this book communicates to us salvation. It brought knowledge Knowledge brought brought understanding, and understanding brought faith, and then faith caused us to believe and receive something. And it's the same thing. If you want to go to another level, and you and, and you want the maximum, because that's what 2023 is going to be about for me and, and, and my family and you and your family, that you're going to go to the maximum. You're going to go to the highest level attainable. And so, so, so with that, but if you don't know certain things, then you won't, won't be able to operate in the fullness of it. So let's look at this in Matthew chapter 13. I'm not going to be able to review everything I talked in this, but uh, let's pick this up and let's see. I think it's verse, last part of, actually verse 14. And in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, hearing you will hear and shall not understand and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the heart of this people have grown dull. It's still kind of basic. Hearing you will hear and shall not understand. And seeing you will see and not perceive. For the heart of this people has grown dull. Their hearts are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. So here they're saying is they couldn't operate in certain things because they're, they're, they had grown dull. Their ears couldn't hear and their eyes they've closed. Verse 16 says, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Put your hand on your heart. Blessed, say this, blessed are my eyes because I can see. Blessed are my ears, because I can hear. Now, I'm not talking about physical sight or physical hearing. Blessed are yours. I, I declare that in 2023, your eyes and your ears are blessed. That you are not dull of hearing. That you have not closed your eyes. But you have eyes to see, ears to hear, and heart to understand. Because it's in this chapter that Jesus tells them that it's as they have eyes to see and ears to hear that they operate and they walk in more abundance. Now let's look at Acts chapter 28. I'm going to pick this up in um, verse uh, 24. Now this is Paul speaking. It's It's talking about Paul. And some were persuaded by the things which were spoken, and some disbelieved. 
So when they did not agree among themselves, they departed after Paul had said one word. The Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Think about that. The Holy Spirit spoke rightly through Isaiah, the prophet to our fathers, saying, now listen to this. Some of them departed. But why did they depart? Because they didn't have eyes to see and ears to hear. And he tells them this. The Holy Spirit spoke rightly through Isaiah, the prophet to our father, saying, go to this people and saying, hearing you will hear and shall not understand and seeing you will see and not perceive for the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing their eyes. They have closed lest they should see with their ears and hear with their ears, lest they should see with their ears and hear, see with their eyes and hear with their ears. It's, it's still, I'm echoing. Lest they should understand with their hearts in turn so I could heal them. Therefore, let it be known to you that the salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles and they will hear it. Now, what am I, what, what is they're saying? Now, Paul stood up and he preached this and they walked away because they couldn't hear it. They walked away because they knew what, what Isaiah said. They walked away because they, they had read Isaiah. They walked away because they had received and they knew everything that Isaiah had said. And they realized that women, I can't see and I can't hear. And they walked away because they were saying, look, look, we, we don't understand this. But then Paul, then it says this, it says, therefore, let it be known. So Paul said this, this is what Paul said. Therefore, let it be known to you that salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles and they will hear it. I'm so glad about that. How about you? Because you know what? I'm a Gentile. You know what? And I'm going to receive everything he has for me. I'm going to possess everything he has for me. I'm good. Someone else may, may walk away from some things. Someone else may, may say, oh, well, that Christian stuff is not for me. Or, oh, that's a dead religion. No, no, not me. No, because my eyes are open. My ears are open. And I have, I, 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 because why? Because salvation has been sent to me and I'm going to receive it. How about you? Go to Ephesians chapter one. Ephesians chapter one. Let's look at verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. So this is Paul's prayer. The same one that just was talking about that. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. So he wants our eyes enlightened. Just stay with me, okay? He wants your eyes open. He wants you to see some things you've never seen before. Because when you see it, you can make adjustments. When you see it, you'll know the next step to take. When you see it, you'll know how to respond in a situation. When you see it, you'll be able to stay longer than you want to stay. When you see it, you'll be able to be able to go when, when, when ultimately in the natural, you may want to stay so that your eyes would be open, that your eyes would being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe this is what he wants our eyes open to church. He wants our eyes to know open to the hope of his calling. He wants our eyes open to the inheritance that we have. You have an inheritance. There's some things that God has for you that you have yet to walk in. Why? Because you haven't seen it with your spiritual eyes or heard it with your ears or understood it with your heart. There's more. There's maximum. There's another level. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? I've seen God do some great things in my life. I've, I've seen, I've seen demons being cast out in Africa. I've seen bodies healed. I've seen, I've seen things that totally change. I've seen things with these eyes. And yet there's an exceeding greatness of his power that we've yet to tap into. 
take the limits off. Take the limits off. Take every limitation that you have of what God has done or what God could do. Take every limit off. There's another level of, 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 of seeing. There's another, another level of believing. There's another level of doing than what you've done up to this time. And it's according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Now listen to this. And seated him. At the right hand of heavenly places. He's seated at the right hand in heavenly places far above all principalities. There's nothing that you're going through right now that Jesus can't get you through. All principalities, powers, might, and dominion in every name that is named... Not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Now get this. He put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. That's us. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And this was Paul's prayer for our eyes to be open. Go to Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. Hallelujah. Mm. Say thank God for the word. I want to start with verse 9. I want to read this first. And he said, go and tell this people. Keep on, keep on hearing, but do not understand. They keep on seeing, but they don't perceive. They make the heart of this people dull, their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. So this is what Jesus was talking about in Matthew chapter 13. This is what this is what Paul was referring to in Acts chapter 28 when they all walked away. What was what was what was this conversation that Isaiah was having? Let's start in verse one. Let our eyes be open. Hallelujah. In the year that King Uzziah died, he said, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and his train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one with six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and the two he flew. And one cried to the other and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the doors were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. So I said, woe is me for I'm undone because I'm a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. Why? For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Now, what was he? Well, what happened after this? Moses, Isaiah was saying, look, I'm, I'm undone, unclean. And, and, and if you know the story, he, he, he's worshiping God and he sees all this. And, and, and he said, God, I, I can't do this. And he takes the coals off of the altar and he puts it on, on Isaiah's lips. And he goes, you are clean. And, he, and, and God makes a declaration and God says, who will go for me? Who will go for me? Who will go for me? And I, Isaiah goes, here I am, send me. Why was I saying Isaiah saying that? Because he saw something he hadn't seen before. He heard something he hadn't heard before. He possessed something he had he didn't possess before that. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. 
He saw the throne of God. He saw the train of his temple. It filled the house. It was wall to wall God's presence. His train filled the temple. He saw abundance in a way that we've never seen it. He experienced the presence of God in a way he had never seen it. He had seen and experienced something that totally changed him where he said, I need something different in my life. Why? Because now his eyes were open. His eyes were open. He saw him high and lifted up. He saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. It was in him. It was in his seeing that caused Isaiah to step into his destiny. It was in his seeing that caused him to walk at another level that he had never been before. And I guarantee when you see him in a way you've never seen him or heard him in a way you've never heard him and you understand him on a level you never understood him, it will, it will affect your destiny. It will propel you to your destiny. It will cause lives to change around you. It will cause you to live different and be different and never be the same. Why? Because you saw something. I believe Paul was praying a prayer. Let the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. The exceeding greatness of his power, the hope of our calling, the inheritance that we have. And what did see? And, and then what did Paul pray? Seated at, at, in heavenly places at the right hand of God. I, I, I don't know for sure. Maybe I can, we'll get into some other things here, but, but, It said he saw the Lord. He didn't say he saw God. It said he saw the Lord. And where there's Adonai, it could mean master. It could be, it could be savior. It could, it could mean many different things, but he saw the Lord high and lifted up. He saw the majesty of God. And we talked about majesty last week. We even talked about it from Peter's perspective in, 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 uh, in first Peter chapter three, he goes, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. When, when did that happen? When they were in the Mount's transfiguration, they saw something they had never seen before, heard things they'd never heard before. And he said, we're eyewitnesses of these things. They came down off that mountain later in, 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 in Luke chapter nine, and, and they saw the miracles of the young boy being set free. And it said they, they worship God because they saw the majesty of God. What was the majesty? The boy being set free. And we define the majesty of God as not just greatness, but it's his greatness and it's his goodness. Majesty is not just his greatness, but it's also his goodness. Majesty isn't just his strength, but it's his beauty. So when Isaiah, what did he see? High and lifted up, he saw the majesty of God. He saw something he hadn't seen before. My prayer is, as you spend time with him this year, especially during our first things first right now, as you spend time with him this year, as you spend time worshiping the Lord, as we spend time hearing the word from uh, whoever's ministering from up here, that, that you will see him in a greater way. You will hear him in a greater way. Thank you, Father. Go to Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles, actually, First Chronicles twenty-nine. First Chronicles twenty-nine. Seeing His greatness and His goodness. Thank you, Father. Seeing His greatness and seeing His goodness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hmm. Let's look at verse 10. It says, Therefore David blessed the Lord before all the assembly. And David said, Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Wow. This was his prayer. 
Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, the majesty for all that is in heaven and earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Now, listen to this. Both riches and honor come from you. And you reign over all. Now, listen to this. And in your hand is power and might. And in your hand, it is to make great and give strength to all. Wow. 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 In your hand. In your... The power, the glory, the victory, the majesty, all that is heaven is yours. Your kingdom, yours is the kingdom, O Lord. You're exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come from you. In your hand is power and might. Now think, think about this for a moment. When talking about his majesty this morning, I want to, I want to, I'm going to refer to his right hand. You're looking for a title? That's what I'm going to talk about. His right hand. Because that the eyes of our understanding would be opened. And one of the things he said that we would, that we would see him high and lifted up. That the right hand in heavenly places at the right hand of God, that we would see him in a way we haven't seen him before. Hallelujah. Both riches and honor come from you and you reign over all. And in your hand is power and might. Hmm. In your hand is to make great. Hallelujah. That God's hand is on your life. To make you great. You see, when, when Paul saw the Lord on the road to Damascus and he looked up and said, who are you, Lord? And the glory of God. What was he seeing? He was seeing majesty. We see different. We see Isaiah. And he, they're seeing majesty. And the whole thing is, is his greatness. Is to affect your life in a way. That it then makes you great. It said that his hand. Would make you great. And give strength to all. Make great and give strength to to all. To make great. You could say to go higher. You could say to take you to the maximum. To make great and give strength to all. The word strength there means to restore strength. It means to restore health to all. To restore health to all. So this is, this is Paul's prayer here. He's saying, he's saying look, that, that I'm praying this. And, and he's saying that the, the greatness, the victory, the majesty. And what? And he makes great. And he gives strength to all. My prayer over you this year is that you, he would step in and he would make you great and he would restore health that you've lost. He would restore your strength. He would, he would, his greatness would move and work in your life. Let's go to Exodus chapter 15. Exodus chapter 15. Now, this is entitled the, the Song of Moses. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But let's look at verse 6. It says, Your right hand, your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. The New English translation says this, Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy. Verse 7, in the abundance of your majesty, you have overthrown those who rise up against you. Nothing but your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. Mm. Thank you, Father. Two thousand twenty three, it's about going to the maximum. Going to the highest level attainable. That his majesty is about making you great 
in giving strength to all. Why? Because it's his greatness and it's his goodness. And here he says, your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power or majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And I, I was just praying this over, over our church family. And as I was reading the scripture, the Lord just said in 2023, I'm going to be dashing their enemy to pieces. I'm going to be shattering their enemy to pieces. You know, the chapter before this, they're standing before a Red Sea. And God speaks to Moses and tells him to raise his staff. And he said, the enemy that you have seen before you, he says that you will see him no longer. You will see him no longer. You see, when we get a glimpse of him, when you get a glimpse of him, when you understand his majesty, when you understand his greatness and you understand his goodness, it's going to make you great. It's going to give you strength and bring restoration to your life. But also in 2023, it's going to shatter your enemy to pieces. An enemy that you battled for far too long. Enemy that you battled in your emotions. Enemies you battled in your own personal self. Inferiority and fear and, and, and how you see yourself and fear of man, fear of failure. The enemy, he is going to shatter your enemy in 2023. See, and what happened? It was his right hand. It was this right hand. Your, O Lord, your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power, and it will shatter the enemy to pieces. Hallelujah. It will shatter the enemy to pieces. Mm. Some of you have been dealing and playing with your enemy too long. And maybe for some of you, an enemy could be your laziness. Maybe an enemy is how you operate your finances. Maybe an enemy is how you treat other people. Maybe your enemy is your ability, you're, you're, you're being controlled by your emotions. Maybe it's a substance. Maybe it's an addiction of some sort. Maybe it's pornography. Maybe it's um, whatever it could be, but it's an enemy that's holding you back from going to the maximum. Is an enemy holding you back. And I hear this by the right hand of the Lord. As you see him high and lifted up, the, the enemy is going to be shattered to pieces. Your right hand, O Lord, has, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in the greatness... Of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose up against you. Wow. The enemy is going to take care of those who are trying to come against you. Mm. You sent forth your wrath, it consumed them like stubble. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood up like a heap. The depths congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword and my hand shall destroy them. Now, now, now listen, what, what did the enemy say? The enemy said, I will pursue, I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them and I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. So that's what the enemy said. But what did God say? You blew with your wind, the sea covered them, they sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious or majestic in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Wow. See, the enemy wants to say something, but I'm telling you, God is doing something different. God is doing something different. When Jesus, when Jesus went to the lower parts of the earth, the, at that time, the enemy was having a party. The enemy was saying, hey, we defeated him. We did this. And you know, remember, I mean, if I'm dating myself a little bit, you ever remember Champion by, by Carmen? <laughs> yeah, he, he tells that story. But I'm telling you, man, it, it will excite you. But because, you know, the enemy thought, thought, thought that he had Jesus licked. But when Jesus went to the lower parts of the earth and he rose up victorious, he took away. It said he took 
vanquish foes with him. Not only did he take away the keys, but he took people out of him. He, he, he decreased Satan's, uh, Satan's kingdom at that time. And he said, this is what the enemy is saying. But it said, hey, you blew with your wind. The sea covered them and sank like lead in the mighty waters. Hallelujah. Just all it takes is just one breath. All of this is just one breath. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you? Glorious. You'd say majestic in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonder. Now listen to this. You stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed them. Wow. Man. Man. The earth swallowed them. Verse 13. You and your mercy have led forth the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The New English translation says this. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, fearful in praises, working wonders? You stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. By your loyal love, you will lead the people whom you have redeemed. You will guide them by your strength to your holy dwelling place. Man, his hand, his right hand. It wasn't just to defeat the enemy. But why did he defeat the enemy? The New English says because of his loyal love. Man, and that's something, Terry, his loyal love. And the people, and the people that he's redeemed. And what, what, what was it? What was it to do? What was it to? What were the two things that it was sent to do? It was to strengthen them, and it was to bring them to Him. Hallelujah! Your two, 2023 is me marked by strength. Let me declare that over you. Your 2023 is me marked by a strength. Oftentimes your life has been, been, you've been labeled yourself, well, I'm weak in this area. I'm weak in that area. But according to Pastor Annette, when, when we're weak, he's strong. See, when you, when you understand his majesty, it will strengthen you. When you understand his majesty, it restores your health. When you understand his majesty... It shatters the enemy. When you understand his majesty and understanding it's all about his mercy, his loyal love of you, that it will strengthen you and bring you into his holy habitation. The whole reason that the, that the Israelites were taken out of Egypt, if you listen to Moses, was so they could go and worship God. The whole reason Jesus went to the lower parts of the earth and go up to heaven is so we could worship God. Go to Psalms. 18 Psalms 18 Hallelujah Psalms 18 Hallelujah mm. Hallelujah thank you father mm. Thank you father mm. Let's look at verse 1 says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. Shows shall I be saved from my enemies. I shall be saved from my enemies. What did his right hand do? It shattered the enemy. Why did, it, why did he do it? Why? Because of his loyal love. Because of his covenant mercy. Let's look at verse 16 for a second time. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He took me. If I'm going to take something, I have to take it with my hand. Right? If I'm going to do something, I've got to do it with my hand. Right? I want you to see about his hand. Last year, I know the prophetic word 2022. The year of God's hand, the year of the open hand of God. Just because we're in 2023 doesn't mean that his hand, (laughs) because it's his hand that is going to bring us into the maximum. 
He sent, he sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy. From those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. And so, so the enemy was coming at them and the enemy was trying to overtake them. But what was he saying? The enemy's the one, I mean, the God's the one that lifted me up. The enemy confronted me to try to destroy me, but in the enemy confronting me, he supported me. He was my support. Verse 19, what did he also do? He also brought me out into a broad place. Mm. Wow. This, in my heart, as your pastor, I'm kind of speaking prophetically this morning. Because these are things that I'm sensing in my heart that we are going to run with. And things that we're going to experience of what with the prophetic word for our church. 2023, the year of the maximum, another level attainable. And what I sense in my heart, just that, that this year. Seeing his majesty, we're going to be made strong. Seeing his majesty, we're going to recover strength. His hand is going to make us great. His hand is going to shatter the enemy. And then this was the other thing I saw for this morning. Not only will he be my support, which is my strength, but he's going to bring me out into a broad place. Hallelujah. How many here that you, you said, you can say, God did some changes in your life in 2022? Maybe it, was, maybe it was location. Maybe it was churches. Maybe it was relationships. Maybe it was ways of thinking. Maybe it was um, different, uh, different friendships. But I, as I was praying this morning, I, I wanted, this was in my heart. In 2022, the Lord did some alignment. But as you get through 2023, you will have no confinement. The alignment, the alignment that the Lord was doing in your life in 2023 was about bringing to you to a wide place. It was about bringing you to a broad place. Now, here it says he brought them out into a broad place. The word broad here means spacious. It means roomy. It means liberty. It means no confinement. It means a place without borders or a place without limits. You see, the hand, see, this is all about the hand of God. This is all about the hand of God. And so, so what did, what did Paul pray? That the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, that we would know the hope of his calling, the inheritance of the saints, the exceeding greatness of his power, that we would, that we would know that, uh, uh, that's beyond. And it goes on and says that he's seated in heavenly places at the right hand of the father. You see, it's as we look to heaven, his right hand is going to move and work in our lives. And not only is it going to bring strength to us, not only is it going to, going to make our lives greater and see the maximum, but he's going to bring us out into a broad place, a place without limits, a place without confinement. This isn't a place that's closed in. This, this is a place where you have liberty. You've had liberty. You've had liberty. Now, now, also, there's going to be some relationships, people that you've worked with that you've had a hard time sharing your faith with. But in 2023, you're going to have a, a liberty to minister to people like you never had before. You're going to have a boldness like you've never had before. Also, there, there are some things where the Lord is, is, is you put up with wrong people for too long. You put up with wrong people for too long. And those people were your confinement. But in 2023, you're going to another level in your relationships. Another level in your marriage. 
another level as men, another level as women, another level as children of God. You're going to another level. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Make note of Psalms 31, verse 8. He goes, you have set my feet in a wide place. Hallelujah. You've set my feet into a wide place. Man. Thank you, Father. Let our eyes be open. Let our ears be open. Our heart be open. Hallelujah. Go to John 12. I mean, I really didn't get into a whole lot with the right hand like I, I, I thought I was, but I, there's so many scriptures in the New Testament about Jesus is seated at the right hand of God. In John 12, um, look at verse 39. Actually, verse, let's look at 38. says, what the word of Isaiah, the prophet, might be fulfilled, which he spoke. Lord, who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? The arm of the Lord been revealed. The arm of the Lord being revealed. Therefore, they could not believe. Because Isaiah said, he has blinded their eyes, hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand with their hearts, in turn, so I could heal them. Wow. Verse 41. These things Isaiah said. When he saw his glory. And spoke of him. So who did Isaiah really see? Jesus. Yes. And the next part of this chapter goes in talking about walking in the light. As he is in the light, walking in the glory, as he in the walking in the majesty, as he is in the majesty. See, our eyes need to be open to him. I, our ears have to be open to him. Our heart needs to be open to see him for who he really is. Isaiah, Isaiah saw Jesus. Colossians three says, "Set your affections on things above." And not on the earth. But where? Where Christ sits. At the right hand of the Father. Set your affections on things above. Not on the things on the earth. But on Christ. His hand. So we go to the maximum. The highest level attainable in 2023. It's understanding. His hand is on us. His hand has destroyed. Jesus destroyed our enemy. He defeated our enemy. Let me close with this. John 10. While you're turning there, Acts 2, 22 says, For he is at the right hand. That I may not be shaken. Luke twenty two sixty nine. Son of man will sit on the right hand of the power of God. Hebrews 1, 1 through 4. He sat down at the right hand of majesty on high. Hebrews 8, 1. Now this is the main point. Now listen. This. Now this is the main point. We have a high priest sitting at the right hand of God. But do you see it? Do you understand That Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Hebrews, I mean, sorry, John 10, verse 25. Jesus answered them. I told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you do not believe because you're not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice 
and I know them and they follow me. So let's go back to 25 again. And Jesus said, I told you and you do not believe. Why did they not believe? Because they couldn't see. Because they couldn't hear and they couldn't understand. I told you and you do not believe the works that I do. My father's name, they bear witness of me. But you do not believe because you're not of my sheep. And if you know the first step, my sheep hear my voice. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So if I'm a sheep, then I hear his voice and I understand his voice. And if you even go earlier in John chapter 10, it says in my sheep, it said they will go in and out and they will find pasture. That sounds like a wide place to me. That's a broad place to me. They won't be confined, but they'll be able to go in and they're able to go out. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any, now listen, anyone snatch them out of my hand. Mm. Mm. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Gives a whole new term to can't touch this. Mm. Wow. Hallelujah. I mean, I wasn't trying to go MC Hammer on you, but you know. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You can't, can't touch this. I mean, you, you got to understand his hand. There's nothing that the enemy can, can compare to, to, to my God. There's nothing. He shattered him. He, he, he destroys him. He shattered. You know, you know, if you look, you go in the prophecy in, in, in Genesis chapter 48 and it prophesies over Judah. And it says, Judah, his name will be praised. And it praise will, his hand will be on the neck of the enemy. So what's really puts the, the hand on the neck of the enemy? Praise. That's what Judah's name means, praise. And, and it says, you will put your hand on the neck of the enemy. So when you praise God because of his majesty, when you praise God for who he is, you praise him for his strength, for his beauty, for his goodness and his greatness. It puts the enemy in his place. And Jesus is saying, and Jesus is saying here, they're my sheep. They hear my voice. They see things that other people don't see. And no one's going to touch them. No one can take them out of my hand. It doesn't stop there. Hold on. Now listen to this. Verse 29. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. Wow. So get a picture of this. In 2023, as we're in the beginning part of 2023, get a picture of you're in Jesus's hand. Now get a picture. Jesus is in the Father's hand. And he says, I and the Father are one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the maximum. We thank you that you're taking us to a higher level. I thank you, Lord, that we're, we're going places we haven't been before. I thank you, Lord, that we're hearing your voice like we've never heard your voice before. Hallelujah. We're stepping into new things, stepping into new territories. We're stepping into new avenues. We're stepping into new, we're stepping into a whole new way of living, a whole new way of being. We're stepping into a greater degree of boldness. Hallelujah. We experience a greater degree of of joy. We, 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 We discover a greater level of peace. Hallelujah. I thank you that your majesty is manifesting in the earth. Your majesty is manifesting at Heritage of Faith Christian Center. Your majesty... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We see you high and lifted up in this place today. Hallelujah. Every time we go to the word, Lord, we see you high and lifted up because we see Jesus. 
Every time we go into worship, we see you high and lifted up because we worship Jesus. And you're revealing us. The Holy Spirit is revealing Jesus to us. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. That the majesty of God is invading our lives. That our eyes are open to his majesty. Our ears are open to his majesty. Our heart is open. And Father, we will step into everything that you've ordained for us. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Just lift your hands to heaven. I declare you are stepping into a broad place. The enemy has been defeated. And God has brought you into a place of liberty, no borders, and no confinement. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Uh, Where you felt closed in, where you felt like you couldn't be bold, where you couldn't do certain things or you you couldn't. There's just just a new freedom, a new freedom, a new freedom, stepping into a broad place. Hallelujah. And this will affect. This will affect you spiritually. Emotionally and financially. Mark it down. By the end of 2023, from this day forward, this time a year from now, you'll be able to see. It'll be in black and white. You'll be able to write down the testimonies. You'll be able to write down the things that are in your checkbook. You'll be able to write down where your balance is now and where it is at the end of the year. You're, there's, and it's going to affect you spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, and every area of your life. Because this is the year of the maximum. The highest level attainable. Hallelujah. Give him a shout of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.